Hello, hello, hello. This is Adam Bauer with Trash and Trials. Yep, that's right, folks. Bauer's Power Hour is gone. We will be launching with a new title. I I, I did, you know, it was my name, but I feel like there's a bit diva-ish. So I, in around town, uh, a lot of other comedians have uh, had trouble pronouncing it on stage with the quickness in the moment. And uh, that's not good. I got to get out there. I got to get people to find out, even if it is mostly Arizona people. Still better than nothing. So we're going with Trash and Trials, folks. And that's that's what I feel like I want to get to more of, interviewing people, just to see what made them there. What have they been through that has created the person that is sitting across from me? That's what I, the, And, you know, sometimes some trashy situations come with that. So And then trashy situations lead to trials. So why not? Why not figure out what what creates, you know? And what good can come of the bad? That's I'm a product of that. I've came a long way, and I'm proud of that. It's sometimes it sucks. Eventually, you do have to grow up a little bit. You don't have to die on the inside and let your inner child just go. But you got to get some stuff in order. I'm not. Hey, I have my own room. That's that's the shit. Uh, I pay for my own stuff. I enjoy that. I'm not I'm not worried about where my next meal is coming from. So, hey, that's a that's a step up in the world coming from six or seven years ago. So. We will figure that out. But until then, let's get into some trash and trials, folks. Uh, what have I been dealing with? Um, an old female friend of mine came to me with some interesting information the other day. Uh, it turns out uh, I didn't know it. We hung out maybe 10 to 15 times. Nothing too wild. But it turns out while we were together and hanging out, she was a high-end escort. Yeah, yeah, Um Anyone else ever accidentally have sex with a hooker? Yeah, I've never, I've never direct, like, I never paid for it, which I take as a compliment, I think. It, it was just surprising. She's a little older than me. She, she's about 40 and uh, now. And then come to find out, all that was going on. And she, I was wondering why she was always so willing to buy beer and whatnot. Like, I'll go halvesies with you. Don't worry about it. And, like, she has a good job. She works for a dentist and whatnot. Uh, I can't, you know, I can't. I, I knew it paid well, but also there was like, she just like, I bought this TV and then I bought that TV when I moved and I just got a little Southern accent. It's kind of hot. I guess that probably, maybe that pays. Everybody's got a type as they say, even if you just get a hooker, I'm sure if, if you have that much money to throw around, why not? But she's uh, like within a few minutes of talking, it was like I had known the whole time. She just like given me the details of it. And I just, I was, I was dumbfounded. Uh, apparently Indian guys, into some dirty shit like that's that is a true stereotype that's not a lie directly from the horse's mouth or whatever you want to call it <laughs> the horse hooker's mouth whatever but i i i'm compliment though right i most of my dead dad was alive he would get this kick out of that story it, w- it was nice catching up it, uh apparently i mean i've been tested since then thank god i wish i i wish i would at least known towards the end of our hanging out because yeah, I would, that's definitely, I shouldn't have went so long without getting an STD after we had kicked it, you know? Oh my goodness. Free and clear though, despite living a weird life, I've never caught anything odd. Nothing itchy, nothing scratchy, nothing leaky, no. Uh, I don't, uh, thank goodness, dude, it sounds horrible. It sounds horrible, I don't want no sores or anything like that, but what happens, happens, I guess. You gotta pay to play, and sometimes you gotta pay a little more than the next guy. That's why uh, I don't fool around quite like I used to. And, and stories like this are why, come to find out. This is a new reason, new reason to calm down a bit. 
Hmm. Till then. Yeah, that's what I've been up to. Uh, so when you, I got to tell all my friends I accidentally had sex with an escort. That was a comedy last night. That was definitely fun. It's nice because like when you have a, a, a good story, I mean, it is fun to like go around and tell your friends one, one-on-one, one-by-one. You can kind of punch it up and uh, make it more fun. We all do it. You don't have to be a comic to do that. That's just fucking relatable. But when you somebody hands you a microphone, you're like, okay, I'm going to have to entertain all of my friends with one of the, f- the details in my life and go. Like it, It's fun. I found this out the like around lunchtime before before going to do comedy that day I, I made like I'm not good at making myself sit down and write but when somebody hands you a nugget of fucking gold like that you got to write at least like a couple punch lines and then just go from the heart yeah it works it works and record the set because you're not going to remember a lot of it that's what I've uh I'm finally getting into that instead of just talking out of my ass and being like huh that was real fun but I don't remember any of it I don't get why people harp on words. Words just fall out of my mouth. I can't. Some some good, some bad. Mm. What do we want to talk about? This will probably be another short one. It's tough to try and talk for thirty minutes to an hour by yourself. It's, oh, I'm lazy. I don't want to. I don't want to do things. I just. I just. Can I win the lottery already? I guess I should buy a ticket, but it seems like a waste of money. You know, it's a catch twenty two there for me. Ugh. Made myself learn this at least, so figuring something out. Uh, we're slowing down. Let's take it now. Let's, let's get the central voice out now, folks. It'll be all right. It's smooth sailing from here. Because now, up next, neighborhood news. Yeah, back to the neighborhood, guys. Back to the neighborhood. That's our new announcer. He, he's doing it for free uh, until then, until we get paid, and then he's going to want some money too. But neighborhood news. Uh, so I was talking about the trash barricade people that were barricading themselves in from the zombies. That I was, I literally looked over there and was like, "Do you know something? I don't know." Those people, uh, they moved out the other day, which I felt bad. I wasn't honestly, I wasn't sure if they was getting split up because about two or three days prior, I had seen the husband get off work in the morning, and I'm outside smoking a cigarette as I do, because I'm a bad boy. I shouldn't smoke, but I do. I want to quit. We'll get there one day, folks, together, maybe. So I'm sitting there smoking, and I watch him come up the stairs. They live on the second floor, and as he's cresting, like, the second set of stairs, I just see him. He sees one of the, the side trash barricades, and he, he just stops and, like, looks at the ground, and I was like, oh, that's a that's a, that's a beaten man right there. There's a beaten guy, and then Within a, a couple of days, they're moving out. So I thought he was like, I'm taking these kids because you don't do shit all day. And I was on his side. I was like, I hope he gets child support because I don't see her do a damn thing. He's a good dad. You know, he worked he worked nights and then would come home from work and then take his kids to school. And I didn't know what the fuck on. You didn't see the chick leave. So, I mean, maybe she worked but from home. But I, I, I know she, she didn't wear pants because... Uh, <laughs> she did wear pants and uh, I'm, I wasn't the one that spotted this but it was pointed out to me that she's often in there with her blinds open in her underwear and it's not the type of type of lady you want to lady or man you'd want to see in their underwear either of them I'm not saying anything about their personalities or their hearts or anything as such but bitch should have wore some pants okay just something that, like it was at some point, I was like, that's not her leg. And like, that's her leg. I was like, that is too much. That's too much mass to be her leg. Boom. I watched it move and get up. And I was like, that's a leg. That that right there is a leg. That's like, I don't know. That's a child's torso. Like, at least. 
That's uh, not like a small, small child. We're talking like an eight to a ten year old. Like that's a, that's a pretty developed torso. That's shouldn't your your legs shouldn't be that wide. I don't know. I don't know. Why am I de- comparing her to kid parts? That's fucking creepy. That's probably something I should talk to somebody about. Besides you guys. I mean, it's wonderful and all, but somebody can talk back and be like, well, maybe, maybe you have anger issues. And then I can be like, fuck you. I'm never coming back. You know, like that kind of thing. No, no. Anger issues aren't necessary. I tell you what, anger will get some stuff done every now and then. Like you just have to let people know that this is, you gotta, you gotta be superheroish about it. You gotta, you gotta, you can't be, get caught in a McDonald's on a cell phone yelling. You see the cell phones come out, you gotta back it down quite a few pegs. You really, you really do. You don't want to be that guy. You don't want to be that guy. And you can only yell at someone that truly deserves it. You can't yell at somebody for fucking up your order. Like that happened. You went to McDonald's. I expect them to fuck up my order more than they don't fuck up my order at this point. Like I just, I take a couple bites of the shitty one I don't like as much, and then I take that in and I get another one. So I figure, yeah, you ate up more of my time, but I ate up half a burger for free. So tit for tat, trade off. We even McDonald's. You fucking clown. They did it. They really distanced themselves from that clown. I mean, it was creepy, but I enjoyed it. It was a livelier place. It felt happier back in the day. Like anything could was possible, and now it now it just looks like a like a coffee shop. McDonald's shouldn't look like a coffee shop with that gray like tile on the wall. That's coffee shop tile. That's not McDonald's tile. Hmm. I've spent too much time in McDonald's to be able to analyze their architecture across the country too. McDonald's, depending on the neighborhood, and Walmart, actually just about everywhere at Walmart, because Walmart will drag in anyone and everyone. I treated them like embassies as I traveled. Like I lived in that camper for a year and a half and moved. Is it like Walmart really is the place, like if you if you come from a bad neighborhood, it's the place to be if you're like, okay, I'm back, I'm back. These, these people look like the people from my Walmart. They're almost interchangeable. Like if you swap the two, I don't like... From, say, the shitty Walmart in Nevada and Las Vegas I went to, to the one of my hometown in Granite City. Same people. same Slightly more Mexicans in Nevada. But, like, we had a ton of black people there, too. So it's, it's still a minority. It's the same percentage. As, it's a min- and the percentage of minorities is the same. Just, the, like, the shade may change a little bit. I don't know. I don't know. It's, it is closer to Mexico. I mean, laterally. You go straight parallel up and you're good but like laterally it's gonna take you a minute to get out to the illinois part you just go straight north straight shot bow right to vegas that way you can work for underpay and gamble it away oh my god i just had a horrible imagine like an illegal immigrant going to the casino and winning the jackpot and then not having a social security card to claim it that's had to happen like i'm not that creative there's no way there's no way that would suck though like a like a two hundred and fifty thousand dollar jackpot, and they're just, <laughs> like, "What are you doing here?" And they just hand you a Mexican driver's license. Why would that work? Would you have to use your passport if that happened? Would that work? That'd have to work, huh? Yeah, maybe. Pa- I get bet the passports are recognized, just not, just not the driver's license. Their driver's license are just a piece of cardboard with a stamp on it. There's not even a picture. <laughs> it's from one of the bad. States, I don't know. I don't know if they have sta- boroughs. I don't know what what was Mexico have. I'm part Mexican. I should probably know that if I would have listened to my dad, I might have got through it. My dad, uh, he he was fluent. He uh, when he was being a bad teenager like I was, uh, even like selling weed around school and beating kids up, they sent him to Mexico 
And uh, he's down there with his Mexican cousin. And his Spanish wasn't as good at the time. But he's telling me about, you know, he goes, I got, we got my uncle Chucho was his name. Or Chicho or Chucho? One of the two. Uh, but he, the other kids were talking shit, being like, oh, you're a pussy from America. You don't know shit. And uh, my dad was getting mad. He's like, oh, yeah, you want me to prove it? And the uncle was like, you two, you should fight. And my dad uh, got into a wrestling match slash fish fight, fist fight, fish, a fish fight. Yeah, that's that's more of an Asian thing than a Mexican thing. But they get in this fist fight. And my dad, my dad, I mean, he's dead. And he is telling his son this story. But apparently he dogs walks my cousin, who's a little bit bigger than him and everything. But he's dead. And I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how much of an exaggerator my dad was. I know I, I can be. So but he tells me this story. And uh, I mean, most of the stories I hear about my dad weren't even from my dad they're about they're from people who knew my dad and they tell me after he passed away like, apparently uh when my mom and dad were getting a divorce uh he wasn't doing so hot and like he used to beat people up for coke money and he was an enforcer and uh yeah he was a way tougher guy than me like he he definitely lived he took living into the heart he lived hard but he lived better at the same time he, he got paid well but my uncle told me uh they walked into a bar one time it was him, my dad, and then one of my dad's buddies from Cutting Meat. And uh, my dad's like, I don't know if I want to go into this bar or whatever. Last time I was there, I, you know, I kicked the shit out of somebody. I'm not doing well. To divorce. It was during the divorce with my mom. And they're like, no, no, no. The little guy, this little tiny Irish guy, was like, no, no, it's all right. It's all right, Mike. We can go in there. And as soon as they walk in, the lady starts screaming. Like, you can get the fuck out of here. You don't need to be in here. And this and that. And, uh... My, my dad's just like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I didn't know I couldn't come back in. And the lady's like, not you, the little guy. And apparently, like, last week that my dad's friend had been in the same bar and broke some guy's arm. He was a little fella, too, but he, I mean as shit. And that was the company my dad kept. Like, he just liked hanging out with other degenerates. Like, the first time I seen someone nodding out on hair when I was probably 10 to 12 years old, I was in uh, the Charlotte Pub in St. Louis. Shout out, fucking... Fun biker bar, but definitely keep your head on a swivel if you go in there. Like, I, I was comfortable going in there because I had my dad with me. But that's definitely, it's a uh, biker-heavy environment. Not all, a lot of nice ones, but not always nice. You got to show respect first. You got to earn some respect for them before they give it to you. Gambling did this. Who'd have thunk? That's ADHD for you, folks. Um, Let's see. News, the trash barricade people are gone. Yeah, oh, yeah I feel bad. I do. I do. Too bad for him. I hope whatever they got. I know what he makes, though, and that and what we pay here. And I, I believe they have the same size apartment across the way. So that would be really hard to afford on one income. I, I would, it would make sense, especially with a kid. Thank God I do not have one of those currently. I am stepdad material, and I know it, especially at 32. Yeah, that's uh, that's been once. That's the neighbor news, direct neighbor. Oh, the neighbors next door. The feeding, the feeding has worked. The feeding has worked quite well. Uh, the one got a car, and I, I feel real bad because within like a week or two of getting the car, it blew up. I, I think it might be the water pump. Maybe the thermostat went up, and the water pump blew up. I don't know, but something, something definitely ruptured under there. And uh, of course, it, the type of car is. It's like if I was like, "Hey, what kind of car do you think a wigger would drive?" You'd probably at least list this Grand Marquis, powder blue. Grand Marquis, yes, yes, it's a, which interior, very comfortable, nothing wrong with the car, but definitely um, a sideways hat and gold chain kind of car, you know, that, that is true, 
it also ugh, felt bad though and, then, and like within a week of that uh dude got fired he got fired from his job because he threw a dirt clod fucking around with another guy and hit a loader and busted some shit up and apparently uh, that's how you lose your job no fun no fun at all but they got they got, they got uh they had some interviews and whatnot so i'm looking forward to hopefully these guys i'm gonna watch them like a like an animal exhibit and see if they get better i hope they do i'm trying to be nice i feed them real food here and there i gave them some tacos today i i wait till like i cook food and then i wait till about the last day of it being good and i'm like i can't eat any more of this shit and then i'm just like hey man i got this food for you which it's still good food i would never never do that to him that's that's fucking mean as hell. If somebody give you food, make it make you sick. No, I mean, I'm an asshole, but I'm not cruel. I, food is a good thing. You share the, to bring joy, not to share to bring treachery and bad bathroom trips. That's just not nice. Oh, another thing uh, in the neighborhood, another neighborhood bulletin. Somebody here has an amazing sense of humor. Like, I, I hats off. I'm the amount of effort. It went into, so the other night, uh, apparently, there was this SUV parked in a spot where there's always this gold Lexus, and I didn't think nothing of it, I was like, huh, whatever, it's it's a paid for spot, it's reserved, so I just go in, I go home, you know, do my shit, get up in the morning, come out, so from about 30 or 40 feet down the way, I'm guessing the Lexus guy has pushed the dumpster out of the corral over a speed bump, mind you, he pushed a. a, a I mean, it, I think it was empty-ish. It wasn't. It wasn't fully loaded. I think he may have had a buddy with him. I hope he had a buddy with him. And like, watch this. And they pushed the dumpster and parked it only behind the one car in his spot. I don't know. They put. They centered it beautifully. Like you could. The other two cars could have got out. No problem. Probably want to be a little cautious because there's a fucking dumpster in the middle of the road. But whatever. I hats off to that guy. I. He has a bumper sticker that says "Not today, Satan," and it's like, man, you got a little Satan in you. I'm just, I'm just saying, I'm not, I'm not judging you. That's, that's a fucking awesome prank. I, I'm gonna remember that for the next time I see somebody double parked. I'm gonna push that thing right up on their car. That's not so bad. It's not so. And nobody got hurt. I like a prank where, you know, I work for my stuff. I don't want to break your thing. A bad person. I don't want to break your stuff or you know hurt you directly. Most of the time. Most of the time. We'll say ninety percent of the time. I just want to, like, cause you uh, an inconvenience. Like, you've caused me in my head for dealing with your ignorant bullshit. That, that's what, I just want to inconvenience people. Oh, yeah, that's, that's... I don't know. I used to just pee on car door handles. That was, that was my go-to. Because, hypothetically, if I get in an argument with one of you and, at a party and it's left unsaid, no blows come, and then I piss on your driver's door handle and you don't piss on mine... Then you touch my pee, and I didn't touch your pee, so therefore, I won that exchange. That's, I don't know. Am I busted? I mean, probably, but that's that's how I look at it. That's definitely, it's a non, like, you're not going to fucking wreck their car, but it's, it definitely, uh, it, it lets you know, makes you feel good. They don't always, they don't have to know who did whatever, or even know what happened. It's just, haha, you touch pee, like, I don't know, maybe it's the kid in me. That's a teenage boy in me. Um, let's see, let's go to... Let's go with regular news now. Uh, I can relate with some of these people. Uh, apparently, I don't know if anyone's heard. Uh, Better.com, I don't know what they do. I, I, I'm, let's just speculate. Home improvement? That sounds at uh, Better.com for homes and home improvement. If you need that stuff, go there. Maybe, okay? But uh, 
there was a big like giant conference, like a Zoom conference, and the CEO turned out to fire 900 employees over a Zoom call. Which you're like, oh my goodness, that's terrible. And they're like, yeah, that's tough. It's right before the holidays. I understand, but at least he they put you into a fucking Zoom call. I worked at Red Lobster right before COVID hit, and I transferred down and all that. And you know how uh, I I got fired. I got fired by logging into the app and my schedule being cleared and then checking my email that says, hey, da, 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 we'll get a hold of you when we need you again. And it's like, oh, thanks. I appreciate that. And uh, I couldn't get unemployment, too. I got fucked. I was like uh, I was three or four hundred dollars short of making unemployment. And that was only because I I was tree cutting the, for about four or five months the year before. Which let's uh, that that'll lead into. I was gonna go with bad bosses. Everybody picture their their bad bosses. If you want to, you want to fucking text me uh, on Instagram. The original mistake, a bad boss story. When you're bored, I don't care. I got nothing to do most of the time. But bad boy, when I was tree cutting, uh, my uncle got me the job. My dad's brother got me the job through a friend of his, and she knew my dad and all that. She used to be a like a meat salesman, like in yeah, she she slung meat. Let's just put it that way, which was odd for a lady at the time. Now it's just normal. Uh, so she looks me up. I meet the guy. I come out. I I do like it's just the end of a two hour job, and I show up and I just work. He sees how I work, and he's like, "Yeah, come back, come back. That's cool. We'll just call him John. We'll call him John because I'm because I'm a I'm a better guy than he is. But this is this story is a a bit of an odyssey." So, John, like, he's fucking weird, okay? And uh, so am I. Like, I have to take meds. I'm jittery some days. I'm depressed some days. It just is what the fuck it is. I can't help it, you know? Some, a lot of people think I'm on drugs. Wish I was. I kind of miss it, because at least when you get accused of it and you're doing it, you can feel kind of guilty. You're not, not like, what the fuck's wrong with me? So, John, John is too energetic. John is 49 years old. He's been tree cutting his whole life. Dude climbs a tree like a fucking monkey. I'll give him that. He was he was a hell of a climber. He was just uh, he was forty nine. And uh, you ever work for somebody who is secretly on drugs? Yeah, I can't prove it. And he always worked with drug addicts. He always he kept hiring drug addicts around me. And I told the guy, I was like, look, man, you can't hire drug addicts around me. Like, I'm a pretty good dog, but you can't like put me in a box with these motherfuckers because eventually they're gonna have drugs and I'm gonna be bored. So they they always got themselves fired quick. So thank fucking God for that. But John was a, I can't prove it. I can't prove it. But I'm like 98% sure he was a secret meth head. Because he would look at us younger guys, and he's 49, mind you, and be like, why are you getting tired? And it's like, dude, I'm not, like, this is fucking ridiculous. Like, I don't, Adderall doesn't do the amount, the amount of up he had, you can't get from Adderall. Like, he said he would take Adderall every now and then, but I've never seen him take a fucking pill. So I'm kind of curious. I, I don't know. I can't prove anything, like I said. But having a secret drug addict boss is not fun and is very dangerous. Has anyone out there ever had a boss almost kill them twice 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 this guy almost fucking killed me and i'm not being dramatic when i say oh my god he almost killed me no it's not that situation so the first time we get up to we get up to a job site it's the end of the day he's going to just check out a tree and give a bit that's that's the whole thing 
so we we get there. This fucking tree is gigantic. It is in the like back behind his garage and his shed, and they're separated. And then there's like the it's it's a, like a caddy corner area where it's three yards are on it. It's fucking it's ridiculous. And there's a giant crack up the center of it, which means it's so it's dangerous. That's a that's a that's a killer right there. That's something you shouldn't. You know, he's like, he's like, we have to do it right now. We have to. It's a danger. It's a danger. He called in. He had these other guys. He called in two guys that were from another tree cutting service and lawn service. They were real cool. One of them named Sean. Shout out Sean, Sean F. I can't remember how, remember how to pronounce his last name, but Sean F. Uh, big old, big old country fucking boy. Missing a few teeth and shit. We can relate over that. Fucking, I really like that guy. Like we, we became pretty close after this i need to actually text him he's a good guy so he's dropping these tree limbs and he's starting to drop them like a fucking maniac like high as shit on meth just too fast getting dangerous where they're going he uh cracks a piece of a fence and then he's like okay i'm gonna cut this and i'm looking at it and me and sean got this rope and uh from the tie-off branch and like what like the tie-off branch is smaller than the thing he's cutting and i'm like oh like i was new i was a month in two months in i was like this is not good and then all of a sudden everything comes down at once both gigantic branches and when i say they come down i mean they come down right on top of us i see sean start to dive towards this fucking uh iron fence you know the chain 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 link fence that's it yeah, uh, he's he dives for it. So I'm like, okay, this motherfucker's been doing this job a while longer than I have. And I dive with him to where we throw ourselves into the chain link and get under the bar. Like, just we use our momentum. And the tree comes down and bends the shit out of the top of the support bar. And where it's bent is directly above where me and Sean were. Yeah, that's the first time he almost killed me. Now, I should have quit then, looking back. I really, truly should have quit then. It was probably the best time because I knew the guy's a danger, but he was also paying $15 an hour cash with no taxes, and that's how I couldn't get unemployment. So why, you know, fuck, I need the money. I, I was staying with my grandpa in Missouri. I needed the money. I needed the money to get out and get somewhere. I didn't know where, but just get somewhere. So I continued to work for him. Yeah, when business was booming, it w- it wasn't so bad. I... I, I liked the money. I was working probably 50 hours a week at cash and would just come home with, a, you know, put five, $600 away and they'd be like, well, I can live on this two or three here for a week. No problem. It was a, he had us keep track of our own hours and he was such a, he was a cocksucker about it though. Cause I, I'm not going to try and steal from you like that. Like I'll just, it's not who I am. If it's a food place, I'll steal your food, but I'm not stealing product or time to even, he'd just give you shit, real shitty, you know, really sh- just shitty boss stuff. Now, one positive I caught is that job is crazy physical. And uh, at the time, I didn't have a gym membership, so I was just, I had some dumbbells, and I was working out in my grandpa's basement, like the baller I am, what can I say? So uh, we have this job uh, across the street from a school. And hold on before you go there, not that creepy. Like, it it was an elementary school. Hold on still, not creepy, I promise. But we're working over there for about two days. We get we drop the tree. We're hauling the big logs back to the truck and stacking them in. And uh, it's it's pickup time. So there's like a billion, a billion fucking cars over there. And I see we me and my other 
criminal friend Marshall. You'll learn more about Marshall here in a minute. He was a he was a later in the game for the tree cutting, but uh, he, he he literally was out of prison a week and got the job with me. So yeah, woohoo, fucking ghetto stuff. So uh, we dropped this tree and we're hauling logs back. Uh, I got my shirt off. We always work with our shirts off because you get a tan. It's nice. And uh, one of the cars pulls out and there's this kid hanging out the window and he's like, do you work out? And I was like, yeah. He goes, you're shredded. And uh, then drove off and I was like, that's cool. I was like, maybe that's a little gay kid. I was like, either way, still a compliment's a compliment. I don't care. But what got me thinking was, was like, his mom had to be talking some shit in the front seat to get him to be like, hey, that guy is in good shape. And it was a, it was a nice pick me up because like I hated I like the money, but I hated the job, you know, with that situation, that kind of situation. But let's go back to the negative. OK, like I said earlier, he almost killed me twice. Second time around corner lot, big dead tree. He's uh, extra He's extra squirrely today, let's call that. Since I can't prove anything, we'll say he's extra squirrely. Well, we drop a fair amount of the tree, a bunch of the big branches. Then we go to lunch. We go to lunch. Oh, no, 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 never mind. Never mind. Lunch is after. Let me, let me get back. Prior to lunch, we're getting ready to go to lunch. He, uh, again, has us take a rope. He throws it over a branch up above, which is a good size. Like, this one looks safer than pastime, but he ties it to one, and he starts cutting, and where he's cutting at, I'm like, that looks like a lot of wood to come down for two people to hold like this. And as he drops the branch, we get lifted in the air by the rope because we're holding on to the rope for dear life because that's how you, you know, drop it down slow and don't break anything. And we're new, and I realized as I got above the house, like the, the roof of the house that I need to let go. Like I need to, I have to let go. Well, at the same time, me and Marshall let go and I, I land on my feet to this. I do not know how I landed on my feet from that kind of height. It felt like a superhero, but Marshall lands a little bit front right to me. And as like we land, I, I, I come back up and I'm looking up and I see this branch, just like the, the, the fuzzy part hit the ground first, so the, the big-ass end is coming down, and it's just coming right for me and Marshall. And the last thing I see is this branch hit Marshall, him shove me, my head go the other way, I lose sight of him, and as I, as I you know, go to turn my head back around, I assume this guy's crushed. I assume he's extremely, extremely hurt. Luckily, he was not. So we get up. Don's even more squirrely than normal because his anxiety's triggered, he's high on drugs. And, uh, what happened was is he's like, okay, okay, we're going to go to lunch. We're going to go to lunch. And, you know, to be to his credit, to his one credit in all of this story, oh, yeah, there's more to come. He did go buy lunch. He bought us lunch and a beer. I said, thank you. I need to calm down after almost dying for the second time. That was Marshall's first, but that was my first or my second. And uh, so we have lunch. He has, I can't, so I, between three and four double Crown and Cokes. And then we go back to the job site. Yeah, that's what we should do. You almost kill us. You should get hammered more than us and go to the job site. So uh, he's like, you know, I don't even feel like being here today. You guys want to call it early? He's like, I was like, yeah, we can do that. He's like, well, do you want to cl- clean some of this up with me first? And then we'll go. Like, Hell yeah, we'll do that. That's fine. A little bit extra time. So we're clipping the branches off the the foot. Fu- 
you know, clipping the little bird, the, the saplings off the branches. Just to get it cleaned up. We move the logs over out of the way. It looks somewhat decent. Come back tomorrow and finish it. We're doing that. Uh, Dickhead's got the, uh, Marshall's got the blower. Because he always loved the blower. He fucking would run to the truck to get that so he didn't have to rake. He was, oh, I hated that about him. He was, he was a nice kid, but he was fucking kind of lazy sometimes. But uh, I hear a, ah, out of Don, and then I watch him grab his leg and go to the ground. And Marshall, God bless it, I'll give him this. He ran straight to the truck and got, like, the medical kit. Don was all drunk and apparently cut the back of his leg with his chainsaw. Luckily, this is one of these tiny little hand ones. So it's not as powerful as, you know, like one of the double. You can use it one-handed. Anybody who's ever used a chainsaw knows what's comfortable in one hand and what's not. And it was it was comfortable. It was comfortable-esque in one hand. We, well, they wrap his leg up and we're like, holy fucking shit. Oh, you want to go to the hospital? No, 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 no. I don't want to go to the hospital. So he's kind of drunk, right? And uh, shout out Quick Trip. He goes to the Quick Trip down the road. And we're in the truck cleaning up, gathering the tools. And we're supposed to, like, meet him there. And we're on our way there, and he's calling and screaming and bitching, and we're like, what the fuck is going on? Well, it turns out somebody in the quick trip, he went in there and had his leg all bandaged up and was bleeding because he cut himself with a fucking chainsaw, and somebody called the cops. Well, he's half drunk in his business truck and all that. Extra trouble. So he moves it to the side, like the side of the parking lot, and then takes off on foot. His cell phone dies, mind you. We can't get a hold of him. We can't find him. That chick that got me the job, his, uh, his bidder, should we go out and bid jobs for him? She was a nice lady, but uh, she's out there with us and be like, well, let's drive around this neighborhood and see if we can find him. So me and Marshall are in dude's truck and we're driving and uh, we see a long-haired guy, heavyset, tall, long-haired guy, and then John sitting there on a, a, you know, a chair, a lawn chair or whatever in the backyard. So we finally, we pull over and we get out. We're like, what the fuck is going on? He's like, oh, the cops came and this and that. And it's, it's all right. I just need to leave the truck there overnight. As, as he's telling us this, we see a cop pull over, look over, and then stop. And we tell, we tell John, we're like, hey, that cop just fucking stopped. Like, he's probably coming over here. Well, he fucking hobbles around the fence line to the alley and just goes down. Well, luckily, there was, I was kind of busy in that town there for some biker rally or some drinking rally or whatever, you know, bar crawl, whatever. It was busy. Well, this guy, this guy was, like, talking a bunch of shit about, oh, yeah, no, no, don't worry about it. I've done fucked up things and this and that. And then uh, the cop walks up. The cop's like, have you seen anything weird or a guy with a cut on his leg? And without missing a step, this guy's like, oh, yeah, he went around the corner. It's like, dude, you didn't have to, like, lie for him. But you could have just stalled for a second so he could got he could have got farther. And he, like, he does this, and me and Marshall just look at each other. He's like, this motherfucker's a snitch. Like, are you serious? And he's like, oh, yeah. well, as soon as the cop left, he's like, oh, yeah, I'm on parole and this and that. Well, that that's cool. You can still talk around the subject for a second. Like, like he was super friendly with John and us and all that, and then just instantly just sold everyone out. Like, he didn't sell us out. We were still sitting there. I think he realized, like, Something could happen, and we knew where he lived, which was a good idea. Technically, though, to be fair, I hadn't done anything wrong. So, he hobbles his ass away. This guy, he, I'll, give, I'll give this fat retard one thing. He did, uh, he did say that, oh, yeah, I think he said he was going to the bar, which he wasn't. Never said anything about going to the bar down. That's not, you don't walk in with a fucking wound to a bar. That's pretty, 
sketchy as is in most bars in most towns. Maybe not everywhere, but that was a decent town. So uh, cops are looking for him. I see that we see that we drive around, and start looking for him too. We'll do the same as the cops. See, it was like a race with the cops to see who could find him first. Like I'm just trying to find my boss so I get paid for the hours. Like that motherfucker owes me like 60 hours worth of work and 15 tax free. I want that money. You know, I want that money. Come to find out, like he's a he's a tree cutter, so he buys a lot of chainsaws and yard equipment stuff like that. Well, in this small town, the side town outside St. Louis, he he had bought enough that the, the Ace Hardware store like guy. He, like, lived in an apartment above a paint shop next to it. Like, he, they'd owned it for years in this town. It's, like, part of the old town. He had knocked on the fucking door and rung the doorbell. Dude, come down, let him in, and hit him. The hardware store owner saved his ass because he's bought so many fucking chainsaws. Yeah, that's fucking ridiculous. That was my boss, though. Like I said, it was an odyssey, right? It, it was an odyssey. I'm glad we got there together. Oh, oh, okay. One final thought on that, though. How... How I ended up leaving that job. Uh, what happened was he'd been robbed a couple times and this and that. And now looking back with the way he acted, I get it. You know, I, I'm i not the type to rob, but if I was on drugs or I had friends that were on drugs and this guy was an asshole, yeah, I'm probably going to help get him fucking robbed if I get a cut of it. Because he, he sucked a lot of the times. He was he knew his shit, but he, he sucked as a person. Never, yeah, never appreciated good work no matter what. So... He, we go to this job site, it's a pain in the ass, and the neighbor next door is like, hey, can you drop this dead thing? It's been here for a while, dead tree, it's been here for a while. He's like, yeah, 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 and he gets it started, and he decides, you know what, you keep the chainsaw and some gas, I'm gonna go home, da 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 Well, I start having trouble getting, like, I sharpened it, I sharpened the shit out of this chainsaw before I went, and I start cutting it, it's like cutting good, and then dulls out, and then I make a new spot, and it's okay, and it starts to dull out even more. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? And finally, it took me forever. I finally, I, I ended up recutting a new spot. Still had the same problem. Turns out, guy had had a tree house and dropped a bunch of nails in there he didn't tell us about. So the boss, I tell him this, because I couldn't, get, the guy wouldn't pay me because I couldn't cut it up. He's like, yeah. Uh, he's like, well, yeah, you guys will have to come back, I guess, and this and that. It's like, you didn't tell us anything about that. And I try to tell this John guy. Hey, there's a trouble. There's nails in the tree. And he's running into the same problem. And he, he acted like it was my fucking fault. And I, I told him about it twice. I was like, hey, what about getting my last like two hundred fifty, two hundred dollars worth of shit, you know, money? And uh he just kept blowing me off and kept blowing me off. Now, mind you, I have his thousand dollar saw in my car. It the uh the the bar broke. Like where the chain that you tighten the chain, that broke. The screw in that broke. Because of the nails and whatnot. Still a $900 saw after the repair. Less than that, actually. More than that, actually. And I tried and tried to get a hold of it. I'm not somebody to take someone's shit. But if you won't pay me my money, I ended up running to a guy at the bar with a friend of mine, my big bouncer friend, Kyle. Shout out to Kyle's everywhere. Uh, I don't You guys are getting a bad rap. Some of you suck, but some of you are tight. I was there with him, so I knew it was cool. I showed him the saw, started it up. He's like, yeah. He's like, I'll give you two fifty for it right now. And I was like, fucking done, sold, sold, son. And uh, that's how I quit that job. I I tried not to keep the stuff though, but he he, he could have got that expensive saw back if he just paid me like my hundred and fifty to two hundred and some dollars. I can't remember what it was, but I know it was a it was a chunk of change. But uh, that was my odyssey. That's bad bosses, um, bad bosses and dumpster disputes. That's uh, 
That was my favorite part of the day. Um, guys, I just guys and girls. I definitely have to say girls. Uh, right now we have a heavier listenership of females, and thank you, ladies. I appreciate each and every one of you. You're wonderful and beautiful, and I don't know why you're here, but I'm happy to have you. So thanks, uh, guys. This has been Trash and Trials with Adam Bauer. I uh, hope to see you next week. Night.